absolutely nots an uncompromising post-punk glam rock experience. Their goal? Shredding ignorance and guitars and igniting stages and change. Joining me in the studio is Donnie Moore, vocalist for Absolutely Not. Donnie, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. glad to have you in uh, today. You guys are one of my favorite rock bands in the city. Thank you. Talk to me about the origin story of Absolutely Not. Okay. Well, if we're going to go all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like Avengers <clears throat> movie one. Yes, exactly. How does Tony Stark meet Spider-Man? <laughs> uh, I started actually writing the Absolutely Not songs in my one-bedroom apartment in Florida by myself. And, you know, I was just using like GarageBand and just like these songs are just coming out of nowhere. Like I wasn't sitting down with like an idea of what I wanted per se, you know? Yeah. I was just writing. I was just like, I would put a beat down and then I'd put guitar over it and keys and then just eventually it would become something. And after I had like 10 to 20 of those over the span of a few months, my friend, you know, was like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you should do something with it. And I started kind of playing shows around Orlando, Florida, where I'm originally from, for a couple months, and then decided that, you know, Orlando was not really the launching point for me. So I decided to move up to Chicago because I was just fascinated by the city and just knew that, you know, there was more culture, more stuff going on, and that hopefully I'd find my crowd here. And you found them in spades. Before we get into the new album, I want to talk a bit more about kind of your mission statement as a band. Sure. Uh, you could just be out here, you know, just making party music. And yeah. nobody would fault you because you, you write great songs and everybody likes to party. But you embody this, the original, like, uncoopted spirit of punk rock. Well, thank you. you you're, you're taking on injustice. You're shaking up the status quo. Talk to me about why that ethos is important for you all to maintain. Well, for me, especially over the past couple of years, as we noticed with a certain somebody becoming the president of the United States, uh, I feel like the country is obviously very divided and it scares me how many people are still so trapped in a mentality that is so incorrect in my opinion and so you know 100 years ago so being like you know a member of the lgbtq community myself and just always working with women and poc you know like doing that kind of stuff i feel like it's important to have a message behind your music if you are in that kind of situation you know what i mean i feel like it's it's important that people know that those people matter and they're amazing songwriters and they're amazing performers, you know, and, and don't, you know, shoo someone away just because of the way they are or what their sexual orientation is or color or whatever. It's just ridiculous. And like a tangible way that you're drawing attention to those injustices and you know, helping create a space for people to be themselves is Glitter Creeps. Yes. Which is amazing. Talk to me about how that idea came up and how it's been received by folks who, who come out every month. Yeah, I think it uh, has been received well, hopefully. I mean... <laughs> people are talking, they're saying nice things. No, that's good, that's good. Um, it kind of came about partially because when I was in Florida, even growing up, um, there wasn't any spaces like there wasn't shows that were like rock shows or experimental punk shows or weird electronic shows that were 
kind of geared towards an audience that, you know, was different or, you know, like a, like gay related or just anything like that. It was always um, just a show. Yeah. And when I came here, I found out that in the past there were like there was stuff like uh, Homocore mm-hmm. and there was stuff like that. And I was like, wow, that's such a great idea. Why are these not still prevalent everywhere? Because there's there's no shortage of you know dance music, uh, you know electronic music, exactly. house music events. Exactly. For, there's yes, there's yeah. a ton of things like that, like geared toward in the like drag shows and things like that. And I love all those things too. But there's not a lot geared towards the people that are outside of that like box, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's kind of where it came about. I was like, I wanted to create a night for me, almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with, right. uh, you know, coming from a place of selfishness to it's create a greater... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the sweet selfishness of it all. <laughs> so what can folks expect when they come to a Glitter Creeps event? Um, just kind of that it's always going to be quality music and that it's always a safe space. And I will always be DJing and my sister will always be bartending. And we just wanted to create an atmosphere that just feels like a comfortable, fun show for anyone to attend and dress and act and talk however they please. So, yeah, that's that's like the most important thing to me. Just like no judgment. Yeah. And no no violence, no like craziness, nothing like that. Just everybody be yourself and be calm. The album, it's done. Your baby's leaving the nest. I know. How does that feel? For it's you? crying a lot. Because <laughs> it doesn't want to go. <laughs> it does. <laughs> this record, more than the other records to me, is like one solid piece. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like from start to finish, there really is no like. It's a composition with movements. I- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. With Absolutely Not, I've never been like, oh, here's a 14 song, like 40 minute long album. It's always like, eight, ten songs, like 22 minutes, 20 minutes. Because, uh, A, I don't think your album needs to be that long in this genre of music because I feel like listening to a punk record for more than like a half an hour, you're kind of like, okay, I get it. <laughs> and then I also just don't want filler. Because yeah. when you listen to a record, sometimes it has 15 songs on it. You know that you probably only like nine of those yeah, songs. <laughs> that's the truth. Most double albums could have been an EP. That's me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so I always like, you know, I'll even go into the studio with 10 or 11 songs and sometimes chop it down like this one has uh, seven, you know? And I started off with 10 and I was just like, these three are good, but they sound like filler. And now I want it to just be this feeling to where I start to finish. And when it ends, you're almost just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited that you kind of took that feeling and made a record out of it. With, yes. with Problematic. Yes. Uh, these th- days, there's there's uh, plenty of folks and things and events that fall into the category of being problematic. Why did it's you... very wa- true. It is uh, super true. I'd, like, if I just got, like, a, a sign to hold up every time I saw something problematic, I would never stop raising Yeah, it would just up. be up it all day long. Up. Yep. Just attach it to my forehead. Why did you want to address those kinds of things uh, through your music? Again... I think it's mostly just uh, 
half me wanting people to be aware that like acting that way is problematic Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the other half is kind of just me being that like you know brat and just kind of (laughs) wanting to be like no sorry let me tell you why you're wrong (laughs) well how do you manage to to strike a balance between that and just good rock and roll music I think it's because a lot of times when I write songs, I'm I'm not writing for a certain audience. And I don't want to say I'm writing just for myself because that, again, kind of sounds selfish. <laughs> but um, I don't like sit down and go, I'm going to write a two and a half minute song that has a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. You know, I just sit down and I start playing the guitar. And if it comes out like a little darker, you know, then it comes out darker. And I try to think like, Okay, what well, I'm angry right now. This this song came from a dark place because I'm feeling dark right now. Like Donald Trump just became president. You know, this person was just shot in Chicago. You know, whatever reason. And I try to kind of bring that theme of whatever brought the song out of me into the lyrics. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. So where can people find Problematic? Problematic will be available via No Trend Records on vinyl and CD. And then it will be available digitally on everything, like Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff, Bandcamp, whatever, whatever whatever you're fancy. (laughs) Live your fantasy with absolutely not. Thank you, Donnie. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. (laughs) 